0: Yeah. What's going on? Where are you running from or to? I, uh, just trained for the uh, Bay Street rat race uh, tomorrow. You know, you got to run around suit and put the briefcase like an idiot, but the... For you? <laughs> for you? For charity, you know, for the United Way, so... My oh, boss is nice. really big on the whole pit thing, you know, so uh, none of us are allowed to place under 20... Sorry, under 25, or we're in trouble, so... <laughs> so anyways, I, uh, yeah, I just ran the course, and then, yeah, I was late. I had to grab my stuff from the office, and I just... Uh, Oh, I didn't know you were a runner, Yeah, well, you know, I like to yeah. yeah, you keep... Know, so Train 48 was great. a Canadian television soap opera broadcast on Global Television Network and CH from yeah, 2003 yeah. until 2005. Train 48 was based on the format of an Australian television program called Going Home. The show was broadcast daily and recorded the same day. It took place in a railway car of a GO train on the Lakeshore West line returning from Toronto to the suburb of Burlington, Ontario and followed the lives of 12 daily commuters through their interactions. Although major plot lines were written in advance Much of the dialogue was improvised by the actors. The entire series was shot on a 64-foot replica of a GO-Train bombardier bi-level coach, which kept production costs to a minimum. The train setting allowed a basic construct where characters would share and act upon their opinions and views. The same-day recording allowed for comments on topical news stories to be introduced. The filming production was completed by 1.30 p.m. and edited by 5 p.m., later broadcast into regular time slots in different regions of Canada throughout the day. It is estimated that each 30-minute episode cost $40,000 Canadian and had a typical audience of 200,000 to 300,000 viewers a night. This method of, the method of improvisation developed by showrunners Duncan McKenzie and Eric Lunsky was a hybrid of techniques used by Mike Lee and Keith Johnstone. Actors worked from outline scripts of just a few lines per scene, and an extensive character bio which provided each actor with the background of events and attitudes which might affect the scene. The improvised format and quick turnaround enabled the inclusion of references to extremely current events, giving a heightened sense of realism and currency. For example, the 2003 North America blackout was mentioned the next day. The show typically dealt with fictional relationships, I mean, humor, and the non-fictional t- to topics people. mentioned were the cases of Scott Peterson, Carla Hamoka, yeah, the SARS outbreak, and different views about US President yeah, I, I, George W. Bush. When Train 48 oh, yeah, yeah. debuted, well, product placement was an yeah, important aspect of the show for the global television network. Characters were seen using Fido cell phones. Okay. And if someone was seen reading the newspaper, it was the National Post, a newspaper reporter owned by CanWest, West, the parent company of Global Television. The show's producers argued that product placement was there to make the show seem more real. Later in the series, the use of product placement diminished and the range of reading materials and products on the show became more diverse. During the production of the series between 2003 and 2004, four episodes were aired on Global Television Network during the week. However, in 2005, this was reduced to three. The series dealt with such controversial issues as the adoption of babies by gay couples, in vitro, fertilization, single-parent families, and euthanasia. A number of events occurred which would be unusual on a real commuter train, including the death of a passenger, a beating, a shooting, an escaped snake, a party and sex in the train washroom. The producers received word of the show's cancellation several months ahead of time, allowing them to bring the stories to a conclusion. Throughout the series, viewers had frequently commented that the train seemed to be on a journey to nowhere. In response to this criticism, the final episode showed the train stopped and showed, through the windows, the characters emerging from the train onto the platform at Burlington. This was the only time in the series the characters were ever seen outside the train. Cancellation The cancellation of the show was announced publicly on June 2, 2005 by series producer Cindy, Cindy Wrong. She stated that the final episode would be shown on July first. after the finale reruns of the last few episodes aired until the finale was shown again on September second. The show was cancelled in order to make way for the launch of Entertainment Tonight Canada. The series' theme song was entitled "Train Goes" by Adam Crossley in Nine- Point Landing. Like it's, all, it's almost like they've been given permission to see: things that they, they normally wouldn't The producers of Train 48 have uploaded the entire series to YouTube for Canadian viewers. In the United States, episodes can be viewed on Amazon Video's on-demand platform. Hello, and welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. No, they only doing this because they, they really care about you, right? And they, yeah. they want to make sure that you know what you're doing. How's everyone doing? It's unfortunate they have to be a little bit... I thought I'd change things up. Instead they're of the music, I've got an episode of Train 48 going in the background. I, I thought that would be appropriate because Train 48 is kind of the theme of the show tonight, which is why I opened up uh, today's episode with a abridged Wikipedia reading of the Train 48 wiki. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly, your four times a week pod, b- podcast. Thank you so much to everyone who listened to the McCasey Arthur remembrance <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> it feels strange saying that over footage of Train 48. But I really appreciate the people who have sent messages saying that they liked it and that it helped uh, them in some way. And uh, if you enjoyed it, please let me know. Weeklypodcast at gmail.com. It's really fun. Oh, look, Lindsay Ames was on um, Train 48. I know her. Having ADHD and uh, playing people talking underneath you talking is... This is basically what my brain (laughs) feels like all the time. Like I have a train full of commuters in them, debating and having a life amongst themselves, and I'm just trying to stay sane. Buy a hot dog, right? I take it into the office. I get two bites It's a Why is train 48 the theme today? I'll tell you, because I got some viewer listener mail. By the way, if you can like my Norm Macdonald YouTube video, that would be great. If you can go on my Nick Flanagan YouTube account, bring up my Norm McDonald video, throw it some likes. It has like a lot of dislikes. I've gotten the likes up. And honestly, I think what I was saying was right. So Adam, who's written me once before, writes to me a modest TV recommendation proposal. About a year ago, I found out that Train 48 was on Amazon Prime. I remembered it vaguely from when I lived in Toronto, that it was an improvised sitcom slash soap opera and that my dorm mates didn't seem to like it. Started it as an ironic nostalgia watch and quickly got engrossed. For 300-plus episodes, I sat there as people started romances, divorced, got beaten up, started business ventures doomed to fail, got engaged multiple times, talked parliament, and gave birth, I think, all on the go train between Toronto and Burlington, the sun never shining outside the window, regardless of the season, and the same train sound effects on a loop in the background. Five stars. And then he wrote... He expanded when I told him I was going to read this. He said, I forgot to mention that it has an odd, somewhat life-affirming ending. I won't say that it got me through a breakup, but it was definitely on in the background during a breakup. Possibly pre- precipitated it. 110-plus hour improvised dramedies that heavily referenced the concerns of another country in 2004 are for many of us, but perhaps not all of us. Hinge profile adjusted. Very funny, Adam. But when he brought up Train 48, it brought me back to 2004 when I was a a mere 24-year-old boy. Full head of hair that glistened, full head of chest hair, just really edgy comedy, super edgy comedy. Around then, I I was friends with McCasey, who I talked about in yesterday's episode, and Train 48 was to me an example of television's, I don't know, Canadian TV being ridiculous. I can't wait. And of course it's based on an Australian TV show. And what is Australia but just, you know, sort of in the Canadian ballpark, but obnoxious like the worst Americans. No offense to Australians listening, some of you are nice. All of you are nice. This is a weird episode. I'm recording late. Okay, that's nothing to do with about two consenting adults getting together for a little fun. That what? was it. In the bathroom. Monday. On the train. Who's the girl? I, I don't think you know her. Uh, Tara, Tina. I, I, I don't know. The, don't the even, important point is, listen, I'm classy. going home, I'm going home, okay, by myself. I'm sorry, I did two shows tonight. Two rock-hard I been... comedy gigs. One was a gym. That's like when a show is, you know, somewhere awkward and you just try some new jokes. Hated hated so much of my work that I did in the gym. Then I did a show, the classic Last Sabbath show at Comedy Bar. A compatriot from Los Angeles, Casey Lai, was supposed to do it but didn't wind up performing. Um, there were two funeral parties that did not know each other in the crowd. And they really warmed up near the end. So... And I was doing jokes about that involved death, and yeah. lots of people were. So, yeah, that was cool. And I went to the so art gallery today, took in some art, the Art Gallery of Ontario, looked at paintings of trees, old paintings of people, saw a Degas, saw some Henry Moore. My brain got bigger. I felt my brain swell in my head. and It was actually kind of sick because... I bled a bit. Like, my brain got so big that it cracked my skull a bit, and then the skin opened, and then a little bit of blood came out. Caucasian slash German slash Irish. Slash I stand by this episode. Yeah. Excellent semen parameters. And no history of fertility problems in the family on either side. Oh, look, he's right-handed. <laughs> anyway, so I, um... <laughs> Yeah. registration and kits and all the specimens and storage everything, I budgeted about 15 grand. I mean, that, that's the whole process, right? Yeah. that's, the whole process. Well, that's almost as expensive as my, uh, Do you have any Train 48 memories? Send your Train 48 48? memories to Nick yeah, Flanagan you know, to, to podcast at yeah, uh, gmail.com big be big. Yeah, like 24 years old I didn't know I was going to become the <laughs> crooked-tooth, gravel-voiced <laughs> rebuilder that I am today. I thought that I was going to be fresh-faced and suckled for the rest of my life, but man, that honey got suckled right the heck out, and... it's husk time. <laughs> I'm loving my uh, ADD medication that I'm on right now. So far, I'm only a few days into it, but... It feels good compared to the other ones I've tried. If you think you do have ADHD, they say that medication works for 90% of people. So, you know, maybe give it a try if you want. I know it's scary, but if you're getting all messed up, you shouldn't worry about it. And, you know, if you don't have ADHD and you're like, why doesn't bring up ADHD every single time on this podcast? Uh... I don't know. I just think it's a more widespread thing. Its influence on the culture is obvious and I think that a lot of people could use reading about the symptoms and about managing it because it can maybe help you manage people in your life who have that or help you manage aspects of your personality that might coincide with AD&D symptoms. A D and D. I haven't even talked about Dungeons and Dragons yet on this podcast. One day I will. Do you want to hear me talk about Dungeons and Dragons though? Do you care? Y'all care? I can't wait. I'd love to know. Listen, okay. What I did the other day, it wasn't the brightest thing I've ever done. Okay, it was fun. I love art galleries because they have those corners. Don't you? Sometimes I just dream of hiding in a corner at a museum or an art gallery. Just sleeping there and then having my own little night at the museum. Have I seen those movies? No. I don't want to see those movies. Those movies are like... Better to imagine your version of what your night at the museum would be. I'd try to ride a dinosaur bone. Well, folks... Thank you for listening to this very strange Train 48-centric episode of Nick Flanagan Weekly. I'll be back on Monday. We're doing some stuff this weekend. Hopefully it pans out. I'm going to keep on doing this stuff on video. Maybe if I get intense about a subject, I'll stream about it so you can follow me on YouTube. Nick Flanagan on YouTube, Nick Flan Weekly on Twitter, Nick Flanagan Weekly, Flan Weekly, Flan Weekly on Instagram um subscribe like rate review do whatever you want to do live your life um go on bandcamp and look up tim gilbert and listen to tim sings the hits you'll thank me if you do that that's what i'm plugging tonight tim gilbert's album i'm going to put the link in my um description of this all right thank you for listening